of leadership, disposition, or process come to mind? I'm Lisa Courtney Lloyd, and you're listening to the Peaks and Valleys podcast, where we talk about the challenges of running a seasonal business. Although many of our guests work in agribusiness, these discussions will be applicable to any small and mid-sized business. Today's guest is Jan Kaminsky, who has a long and impressive track record of developing high-performance teams. Currently, he is Executive Chair of Cryostasis, Director of Market Maker, and President of Colonnade Investments. Hello, Jan, and welcome to the Peaks and Valleys podcast. Now, I've had the opportunity of, the fortunate opportunity of working with you for many years in several different companies. And if I had to say why those experiences were so positive, I would point to your leadership. Now, I know that's an easy to use, often misunderstood word. And I also know that you have spent a lot of time reading and studying and talking and thinking about that word. So to get us started in this conversation, would you tell us a bit about how you think about leadership? Yeah, thanks, Lisa. It's it's great to be here. It's always great to be talking about leadership because over the last 35 years, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. Um, uh, from a leadership perspective, I think the most fundamental definition for me is trying to use your influence to affect change. But I think in context of what we're going to be talking, we're going to go and enhance that a little bit more because I think what we're going to do is we're going to try to use influence in a positive manner. So not intimidation, but influence like in a positive manner, as well as the outcomes, uh, the idea of, you know, good leadership is making things better. So taking a situation, making a change that actually results in something better. So we talk about influence, making something better, building on that more general description. What do you do to make it more authentic, more personal? So from a, you know, the deeper meaning now that, you know, from a perspective of affecting that change is really uh, is is implementing leadership as a process and not looking at it as a position, because often people think about leadership as a position, the role that you have, where I think from a process perspective, if you start thinking about followership and gaining followership, whether those people report to you or your peers or actually people that you report to, if you can gain that followership, my view is, is, is that's more of a process. And I think that process then, you know, to kind of make that work is being able to personalize it. And the personalization is the most important part. It's understanding some of these kind of key issues that motivate people to follow uh, and understanding how you personalize some of your own behaviors, your own values, your own beliefs to be able to get people to be to want to be with you and do things that you want to get done. Um, I think that is kind of the, the the essence of of you know kind of great good leadership uh, turning to great leadership. So if I may, can we talk a bit about your beliefs? Um, have you, I know you often talk about intentional, being intentional. So have you made a list of beliefs? For I have made a list of beliefs. And I will, I, I've actually 
you know, 35 years of being a student of leadership, I did a big reflection this last year and actually went through and tried to understand all these different ideas that I had a, in, it, you know, about leadership and tried to document them into something a little more succinct. Now, it's 35 slides later, but uh, I did come down to really seven core beliefs that I think are uh, fundamental to the way that I think about leadership. Um, the first is uh, competency. And I think that leadership is a competency. I think it is something that can be developed. I think there are people with natural capabilities, but um, I, I believe it's a competency. And I think there's opportunities to kind of create moments, not only for you to learn, but for you to help other people learn. I think there's uh, never forgetting about the purpose of leadership. In my view is the purpose there's creating high performance teams. Uh, number three is always respect and be learning the complexities of leadership because it is complex. You're talking about humans. You're talking about, you know, human emotions. Uh, you know, trying to change behaviors. Um, and there's lots of different nuances and mechanisms that kind of motivate people to kind of, uh, you know, behave the way that they do. Um, number four is, you know, strong leadership results um, from avoiding failures. There are leadership failures that I think you need to avoid if you want to be a, a, a great leader. A lot of people think they've got to do great things to be a great leader. I believe you have to avoid doing bad things to be a great leader. Um, and so I, I, that's a fundamental belief. I think the other thing, too, is you've got to seek out and find your truth tellers. We are all biased. There's nobody there. Like you can do a lot of self-help work. But there's one thing you can't self-help is your own biases because you can't see them. You're biased. And so finding truth tellers within your within your group, within your sphere that you can really truly talk to and, and help you battle those biases is critically important. Um, never uh, compromise your leadership, leadership brand. And I, I think leadership goes beyond the context of walking into an office or, or or walking into whatever your organization might be. I think you have to live this. You have to live this all the way all the way through as best as you can. Um, so the brand really, really does matter because it only takes one, you know, fatal mistake to go and destroy your leadership. There's all sorts of crazy examples about that. And always be advancing uh, all my beliefs because just things that are unpredictable um, are are going to happen. And so the idea of continuing to go and develop those uh, uh, beliefs with new with new situations that are being put in front of. And I also think that doing all those first six is what allows you to be able to get through the proverbial when shit happens uh, situation, which is going to happen. So exercising great leadership when terrible things are happening isn't enough. You've got to be, you know, advancing it so that you're ready when it does happen. So you have the appropriate followership when you don't have time to explain yourself and you just need, you know, you just need a lot of support. Right. So you're living it. It's intentional. You can't turn it on and off. Right. So those were the seven, uh, you know, kind of things that I think are my all my priority ones, if, right. if you can be, which doesn't sound like it's great leadership <laughs> at all. But uh, those are my priority ones. 
So I could spend the rest of the afternoon talking to you about those different beliefs because I know that there is a lot behind each of them. So I'm going to suggest um, that we do a series where over the next three or four podcasts, we look at each of those beliefs because I feel there is a lot that you can share with people and they would want to hear it. Love to do that with you, Lisa. Okay. Perfect. So with that said, I am going to thank you very much, Jan, for your time today. Um, really excited for the next conversations. And I know you're on your way to Wales, so I'll catch you on your way back, hopefully with uh, some good golf underneath your belt. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks, Jan. You've been listening to Peaks and Valleys, the podcast on seasonal business. Peaks and Valleys is presented by Market Maker Agriculture, a long-term hold private equity company that invests in agribusinesses across North America that have seasonal cash flows. For more information about Market Maker or suggestions for a topic or guest, contact seasonal at marketmakerag.com.